little shunk. And fades off slowly. I will say this. This beats a lot of handies to me. Oh, yeah? So I would say this is B-Tech worthy, to be honest. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so that you don't have to. But you probably should, and you probably are, and that's why we like you. Uh, this episode, I'm feeling peppy, but before we talk about peppy, let's talk about uh, some business. Uh, our, we have a Patreon. It's called patreon.com slash chillfiltered, and by called, I mean linked. Uh, and then that's a way you can get on our drink-alongs, which we had one yesterday. Uh, where we courier our listeners, especially our Patreon $10 tier or more listeners, uh, some whiskey. We drink along with them on YouTube Live. It's a hoot. It's a holler. They're good, amazing options. Uh, we've done things like Jack Daniels 10. Uh, we've done 23-year-old scotches that are you know amazing and stuff like that. If you want to get on that, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash chillfiltered. If you're on, you know, if you've been listening maybe four episodes or more, and you're hooked, maybe that's an, uh, you know, a reason to support us in that way because it really helps us. Uh, and to be honest, we're still not... Uh, we, we have more Patreon than we ever have, I think, but we're still not breaking even yet. Uh, <laughs> so we'd love to uh, make that happen, and maybe one day we will. So that's the business. Brian, how you doing, man? Yeah, so you said you're peppy. <clears throat> I am uh, coming back from... Having COVID, <laughs> the the Rona. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think um, I think I was just starting to have it uh, on Saturday. Uh-huh. Um, so we did that distillery tour. We went to oh, right. um, we went to uh, Adventurous Stills, uh-huh. and um, and I I thought it was allergies because I was just having like yeah. a weird like kind of throat tickle thing, and and yeah. um, usually when it's dry this time of year, I get that. And in Phoenix, this is allergy season. Uh, yeah, right. Um, but anyway, no, it's, uh, it, it turned into a whole deal. And then I, uh, once I was into it a couple of days, I was like, you know, I should just COVID test just to make sure, just to see. Yeah. And, uh, man, I tell you that, that test line that comes no, that up, pretty darn strong. man, that just like blew in. It was like, wow. you could, you could see the, the test strip starting to like, mm-hmm. like the, it was getting wet, getting wet or whatever. Yeah. And then as soon as that wetness, like passed the test, that's line, it was funny. Right. <laughs> oh wow so i must have been in the middle of it i must have had i must have just been full of covid <laughs> yeah right then but uh it was it was super light for me it was super easy it, it's mm-hmm. um i mean we uh we do we do we keep up with our vaccinations and everything that's cool to uh bring the controversial issue of vaccinations into the show but wow um, but... <laughs> way to talk politics <laughs> i know <laughs> anyway um it was uh it was like a light cold basically so yeah, i'm coming back cool. from that still a little stuffy i don't know if you can tell in my voice but um not too bad I, I have been able to smell and taste very well. Um, maybe not a hundred percent though, especially with mm. the nose. Um, so anyway, well, uh, the perfect day for us to drink a very Coat. hot, spicy rye, <laughs> hot and spicy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Now. Okay. Here's the question. It's so, you know, if you, if this were 2020 or 2021, uh, you know, you test positive. Do you tell your friends that you hung out with? I did. Yeah, I went ahead. Right, cool. uh, yeah, I went ahead and... and uh, Marco, uh, at this point, is like, 
come on that's why i have COVID right now oh that's funny actually so i uh i didn't i didn't text marco so marco's <laughs> saying that right now <laughs> but i probably should have um yeah i i like my buddy curtis rode in the car with me so i mm. so i let him know mm. yeah so anyway did um, he get the vid yeah no no he didn't no he's that's he's good, good. Yeah, yeah that's the thing is like so many people are immune and in, in, in immune seasons right now right that right. it's like not as like big a deal you know? yeah <clears throat> but anyway um like i even said yesterday i was like this has got to be the last day but now i'm saying today this has got to be the last day literally the only thing wrong with me is i'm a, a little bit stuffy but that, that's pretty well, much it when I had COVID first and last, at least that I think, I, I might have had it more times easily, but that was like two years ago when the Omicron variant was like exploding, oh, yeah. right. got everyone. Um, I had a sore throat in the morning, woke up with a sore throat, was gone by 9 a.m. And my throat was a little tickly. Uh, and then, no, I did lose my voice at one point. But that was it. It wasn't like I was coughing. Didn't even, nothing was, it was just, I lost my voice and I had a sore throat in the morning. And that was it. For like, hmm. don't get me wrong. It was like two weeks where I had that, but that was it. I didn't have oh, like, wow. I wasn't blowing my nose or anything else. Like it was like, that was all I dealt with. I definitely had a runny nose like crazy. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was pretty much the only bad thing I had going on. I never had a coughing fit or anything. So yeah. Did you feel like the brain fog? Like even no. just cold has a brain fog. That's sweet. I hate there was, I guess there was one day that I was a little, um, like lethargic, just a little like, mm -hmm. um, so I actually, like, I've been able to work from home a little bit, but I actually took PTO for an afternoon. Cause I was like, I'm just going to go lay on the couch. Totally. So there was one nice. day where I was, um, not miserable, but tired, I'm but, uh, getting over. I decided to double up though. Um, oh. while I was, while I was a little bit miserable, I decided to just double up and kick the caffeine habit. Nice. <laughs> So I, uh, like about, that? One, about once a year, I uh -huh. just, I just want to like prove to myself that like, I you don't need I, that I can. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so anyway, I, uh, I had it's like me in cold of... showers. It's like, I can, I think. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I took a cold shower. <laughs> Dude, they can be amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> I, um, uh, espresso machine. I like, I ran out of the beans that I had. And lately I've been like, I, I was like, man, I should, uh, I should just kick the, kick the habit and, and not be super kick reliant on it. Of beans. beans. No, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag beans, bean, bean drop. Hashtag uh, bushes, baked beans. <laughs> uh, so anyway, no, I, uh, I kind of had a little <laughs> headache and stuff and I was trying to, I stepped down a little bit too, where like there was a day where I had like half of a, drink that sam was drinking for caffeine mm -hmm. and everything but and then the, and then i went about 48 hours without caffeine nice. so feeling good when i wake up i wouldn't have any like inkling like uh like oh i can't start my day until i have caffeine mm -hmm. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. how it usually goes for me but yeah. anyway i'm good now rewarded good. myself with some starbucks <laughs> hey oh yeah wait so, so you just you just literally take a few days off and that's it just to say i can do it without a caffeine Totally. So you don't like, you don't like cut it out. You just like make it a few days. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, nothing against that for the record. Yeah, I know. Uh, but I was I'm, curious. I'm not even advocating for this. Like, uh, it's just something yeah. that I do, uh, just to, uh, convince myself that I can. <laughs> You're a powerful man. You can <laughs> yeah, do right. that. I'm a big no, boy. I mean, you probably know I don't drink caffeine, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. 
and but that's for mental health reasons but not everyone deals with the mental health that i deal with so it's not like i'm like you know i i can i can share the gospel of no caffeine but that's only beneficial to people who might have strong anxiety you know so. Yeah, I remember you saying you get you get kind of jittery too, right? Like it doesn't take much for you to get that way or no? No, not jittery. I mean, I, I feel it in my heart. It's not like, you know, mm. like, like, but I, yeah, I guess jittery would make sense, but not in a physical way. I feel it like my heart beating. Yeah. Oh, okay. Almost, uh, it almost sounds like anxiety kind of thing, like an anxious. Oh, no, like no, no, hundred percent. That's why I quit yeah. caffeine was because I would have anxiety attacks if I had two cups of coffee. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, I just get um, headaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um no, that's cool. No. And and anyone out there who's thinking about quit caffeine, try it out. Maybe you'll love yeah. it. See Maybe how see how you do. Give it give it 48 and, hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I weaned off when I kind of realized that caffeine wasn't good for me. I was like, but my my worry was that I like mornings. I love mornings. And so I wake up normally at 5:15 every day lately. Uh sometimes I got as early as 4:30. Dang. Um but I was like, what if I can't do that? Because that's like that's like treasure time of my day is when kids aren't awake, wife isn't awake, I get time to me. Um, so I worried that like, what if I don't get that? What if I can't pull it off? And that was fine. I pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah. What time do you yeah, normally yeah. wake up? I love the... Um... Did you say what time do I normally wake up? Yeah. Uh, I, I normally wake up... Uh, well, when I've been sick here lately, I've actually uh-huh. been sleeping until like 8 Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. It's been That's crazy. Prime, but, um, prime business time for me. <laughs> I uh, If I don't set an alarm on a normal day when I'm kind of having a normal schedule, I'll wake up mm-hmm. about 6.30 on my own. I got you. And uh, it's like uh, I kind of wake up naturally for the perfect time to be able to nice. like slowly go make a latte in the morning, which I nice. love. I mean, that, like I love the methodical, like the process mm-hmm. of using the espresso machine and dial, dialing everything in. And do and you then, have like an actual, like, you know, you got the little whiskey thing that like spreads the, the espresso out and stuff. Cause I have an espresso machine. Whiskey. You, sounds like you have a whiskey. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Pour a little say? whiskey in it. No, no, you said no, no, whisking. I know you meant that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> got the little you whiskey. Know, like, up a little, a little, a little brush, whiskey. I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right though, that it is a whisk um nice. of sorts. And it yeah. so that declumps the espresso mm-hmm. as it comes out of the grinder. Sometimes it might come out a little clumpy, so you can use that to pro. ensure uniformity of uh, uh, like a distribution of, of grind around so you know that. about the crema i know about the crema yeah nice. but yeah i do have Heart. a i do have a legit espresso machine um i have a profit cool. pro 500 how much um, does that cost <laughs> well it was about <laughs> 2400 bucks i think 24 i was like thinking like 500 would be too much <laughs> but that's a lot of money yeah, but hey, I, um, if you like it, if they get behind it, if it makes your day amazing, I can't say anything against yeah. that. Um, I've been, um, I really wanted like a prosumer level machine. Nice. Um, I wanted something that I could tinker with. I wanted something totally. that I can mechanically um, alter any yeah. step of the process Modify. to yeah. be exactly what I want it to be. I, the opposite of what I wanted was a push button and espresso comes out machine. Huh. That's what I have. <laughs> so anyway, bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the process and yeah. like I've been <clears throat> big into coffee like my entire life. Mm-hmm. And like I worked in a coffee shop for about three nice. years. Me too, uh, but only six months. <laughs> <laughs> so like um, 
I, I knew, I always knew I wanted one. And literally for like a decade, I've been trying to convince nice. myself to buy one. And each year I would find a new one that I wanted and I would build up like, oh, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to pull the trigger. Cool. And then I would chicken out like, that's ah, too expensive. And then yeah. the next year I'd find another one and it'd build up and then, and then mm. I'd chicken out. So it took like a decade of on an annual basis Wow. Going through this process of thinking I want an espresso machine and then mm -hmm. chickening out. And then after like 10 years, it was finally like, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. You know who also was a barista? I'm pretty darn sure Robbie was also a oh, barista cool. for a time. Yeah, in Spokane. Nice. nice. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Robbie. Let me know. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, but the Adventure Stills Tour, that was yeah, that was really cool. It. Yeah, so there were a lot of people there. There were uh, there were four, uh, four or no, sorry, that's, three. That's basically a chill filtered meetup right there. Well, so and I mean three Patreon uh, members. There were eight of us there in total. Um, so yeah, there were uh, Patrick and Brian and David were there. Uh, Marco, was this your you know, first time meeting Patrick. Yeah, it was my first time meeting Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Hopefully, I didn't give him COVID either. But <laughs> nice. yeah, but he's anyway. listening. Like, oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the crap. Um. Anyway, we uh toured the toured the Rick House, and um, it was um, I think like it seemed to be about half the size of um. I've been there. Del Bach. Yes, you've been yeah, yeah. been there, mm -hmm. and you've of course been to Del Bach too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, yeah, it was fun to see all the barrels they had, see all the all the um, labels on the barrels. Like, what are you guys working on? What are all these? They were like uh, Willet rye barrels uh, as their like secondary nice. finishing barrels that they were. That's they had great. something in there that they were working on. Um, and uh, and then Willet so rye. they had these like they had these smaller size barrels too mm -hmm. uh, that we that I was asking about, and uh, it's their barrel. Um, pick program uh, maybe not oh, barrel cool. pick i forget the word for it is but you can barrel go through a, or something. I don't know. yeah where you go through a process with them and you can determine you can make your own mash bill you can make your own that's process. the cool part you, can, you told me. i know right yeah. and then uh and then put it in your barrel with your own like stamp on it if you want and and then at the yeah. end you'll bottle it and make your own logo for the bottles and everything so so we should do like we sh if we ever did it, we should do like 69% corn. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then uh, what else would we do? Like, um, I don't know. We'd have to make it special if we did. So like, my favorite of their product mm -hmm. was their rye. I, I, nice. I, I liked their so rye. 69% rye. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you Lice. go. <laughs> I, uh, but in, so I always love finished rye too. So I'm like hung mm -hmm. up on the idea of like a finished rye, but they, yeah. they don't, um, it seemed like their process of acquiring finishing barrels was a little tricky for them. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I asked if they'd ever gotten anything like a sherry or, or any yeah, kind of wine, expect. Yeah. wine type barrel. And um, in all their years, um, they've never, never acquired um, any crazy. Like, wine finishing barrels. What if you finished a rye in a will it rye barrel? <laughs> Double rye. Nice. <laughs> Double rye. I like that. They could, they yeah, could, yeah. the, copyright that yeah uh rob a uh, buddy who was there he mentioned mm -hmm. um so one of the things adventurous stills really uh played up that in that it was really important to them to keep everything local and they use arizona yeah. grains and things like that That's cool and um so maynard james keenan the lead singer mm -hmm. from tool mgk baby yes yeah, so mjk baby <laughs> you're you're thinking mgp yeah <laughs> yeah exactly uh he's got a winery uh up in yeah. mm -hmm. I, I can't remember where jerome I or something. what it's called 
Um, I'm just blanking on the name. Uh, I'd like, know it as soon as I heard it. Not but, Enigma, uh, but it's something like that. Yeah, it's a cool word like that. Um, but you know, that'd be like an Arizona winery where we could like in some like red wine barrel of his, we could uh, maybe finish Caducious. Caducious, yes. is that it? Sounds right. If I'm pronouncing it right. Oh, Merkin is the vineyard. Uh, yeah. Okay. But it's Caduceus Cellars. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was fun. Here tool here and there. Yeah. yeah, me too. That's cool. Yeah, you know Nine Inch Nails. If you like Nine Inch Nails, the probability that you like Tool is like 70%. Oh, I think way more than that. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I'd go 90 that. at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, I saw them live one time. Uh, who, Tool or Tool? No? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I did too, just once. Yeah. And I... The guy behind me was like swaying, or the guy in front of me was like swaying the whole time. And I'm like, <laughs> dude. And he was a big guy. And it was like, yeah. and it were assigned seats. Uh, like, dude, but it was yeah, a great yeah. concert. Don't get me wrong; it was one of the nice. best concerts I've ever seen. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I bet. I mean, they'll put on a put on a, a very visual show. I'm sure. Totally. Well, that's the weird thing is it's not exactly super visual, but he's like in a bikini or something. So, well, that's, that's pretty visual. visual. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but so I had the, it was it was a it was a, a bucket list item, so I was yeah. like, I, I'm not like a diehard tool fan, but it was a bucket list item, so I'm like right. glad I got to pull it off. It was in DC yeah. area for sure, for sure. Uh, actually, there was one more thing. Yeah, Patrick, Patrick uh, was saying that I gotta ask you, what's the deal with the camp chef and the smoking meats? There's some meme, there's some chill filtered meme about smoking smoking meats. these meats. Yeah, Wait, you don't know about that? camp chef? Okay, I don't know about Camp Chef, but the smoking these meats thing is that about Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, that's okay. That's All from right. Mark Zuckerberg. So I know that He's like meats like a brisket. They made a whole <laughs> song out of it on YouTube. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but um, no Camp Chef. Like so, so Robbie got a Camp Chef. Uh, it's basically a competitor to Traeger. Okay. Uh, but Robbie was like, hey. If you're going to get a smoker, when I got a smoker, uh, he was like, hey, you should check out Camp Chef. And I hadn't considered Camp Chef because Camp Chef wasn't on Amazon. And I like to read Amazon reviews of things. Uh, and it was he proved it proved himself right. Like uh, Camp Chef was the way to go. Uh, it was better. My my father in law has a Traeger. And so I've used it. I've smoked on it before. But I have a Camp Chef and it is better why? than a Traeger, in my opinion, and much cheaper. So I why? bought mine How? for like 325 or something like that. And the equivalent would be like 600 probably for a Traeger in that size. Okay. So if you're, just like uh, if more you're into features smoking or... these meats, what's that? Were there like more features or what? How was it better? Yes, it more features. And it was the, what, what put me over the edge was it was modifiable. Um, uh, you can uh, take off the side and like turn it into like a, a um, like a propane heater or, a, or Robbie, like I got Robbie a, um, pizza uh oven to yeah. modify his with oh yeah that's uh, so right. that's yeah. why i liked yeah camp chef the most and it's got like uh more what do you call it um it's got more options for uh it's got like better probes as far as i've seen it's got a nice um beer uh you know bottle opener and stuff like nice. that it, it just yeah. had it all and yeah like i said like i i wouldn't hesitate buying another camp chef if i had the choice between that and trigger yeah nice yeah so that's the camp chef way <laughs> nice 
I think he mentioned you guys were like making a joke out of it too, like uh, like with Bush's baked beans, like trying to get sponsored oh, yeah. by Camp Chef. No, yeah, yeah, we get sponsored by Camp Chef because we it's one of those products that we like, you know, rep easily, just like Bush's baked beans, of course. Oh yeah. Um, and, I liked uh, in the uh, in a YouTube thumbnail, you had the bean bucket hat on. That was yeah, good. that was the uh, the reentry buzz. Yeah. Well, you yeah. had a hat on, so I was like, this is the only hat I own. Perfect. I like never wear hats. It was either, either. it was either throw a hat on and look like that or. Or, uh, do another uh, thumbnail where I looked like I just got like out of a wind tunnel from the, <laughs> the Glen Grant 18 or whatever it was. The one, yeah. of, one of those episodes. Oh, that's I, right. Yeah. I had like, I just got out of bed. So the funny thing about hats is like, I don't really wear them, but um, the last time I wore a hat was for a bourbon, like waiting in line event. And it was like, I wore a beanie. And then I basically had like a sunburn on my head because of the agitation that it brought to my head. Oh, so that's wow. why I don't wear hats is because like it always itchy and like whatever. Yeah. Huh. And uh, so that's the story behind me and hats. Nice. Not going to work. Um, we're going long. Ooh. What do you say we uh, get into the history? Yeah. And we talk about 13th Colony. A nice spicy hot rye. And then... Um, yeah, we'll drink. Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. We got some history for you this week. Controversial? Maybe. Uh, really quick, some notes to get to. Hope we had a good drink along yesterday by the time this episode comes out. I bet it was awesome. Thanks to yeah, all sure. who participated. We're, we drank uh, Four Roses, a barrel barrel pick from Four Roses. Uh, from Sam's Club, right? Or something yep. like that? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're talking today 13th Colony, cash strength, single barrel rye. A pick, for sure. We don't always love doing picks for the standard episodes, but this one was hazmat and 11-year rye. Couldn't say no. Plus, it's a uh, distillery that we haven't dealt with yet. So this is our first 13th Colony product on the podcast. Definitely excited to try this as the distillery has gotten a lot of praise lately uh, for some of their offerings. This will be my first experience because I've never had 13th Colony. Uh, So we have some history on the background of the distillery, but I also wanted to at least mention some public... uh, what, What did I write? Some of the public, but not exactly definitive controversial stuff going on with the distillery. I want to make this clear that I am trying not to take a stand uh, or take a side concerning the controversy, mostly just stating the facts that I've seen. A little background, a lot of controversy, but hopefully not that much controversy. 13th Colony Distillery is based in Americus, Georgia, which I believe is Southern Georgia, Uh, The distillery takes its name from Georgia's historical significance as one of the original 13 colonies that formed the United States. But then I looked it up and I was like, apparently Rhode Island was the 13th to ratify the Constitution. And the declaration was signed at least on the top leftmost portion of the Declaration of Independence uh, was signed by Georgia representatives. Uh, Fun fact about American history. Now, you know, anyway. Uh, it was one of the 13. Maybe they named it that because it was the furthest south. I don't know. 
apparently it started as a group of friends, uh, mostly for like distilling stuff to give us gifts. Uh, but then they started up their own. It says on their website, we pride ourselves on sourcing local and regional materials whenever possible. Everything from using corn from our own private farm and water from the oldest aquifer in the north in the southeast. Uh, we strive to bring these amazing resources together to create truly unique and inspired spirits. Nice, but somewhat vague. Putting it out there. Over the years, the distillery has garnered acclaim for its range of spirits, including bourbon, whiskey, vodka, and rum. Uh, so the controversy is mainly this with 13th Colony. Um, people, some people aren't very comfortable with the vagueness of their answers to some questions, especially regarding sourcing whiskey. Uh, one such person is the author of the article titled, A Lot of People Had Opinions About My 13 Calorie Sourcing Article. Here's my response. And so he had a 13 calorie sourcing article, but uh, the, the author, according to the website, was Mike and Mike uh, from thebourbonculture.com. Highly recommend reading it. It was very interesting to me. And I don't always read full articles, but I read this full article. Uh, he brings up some points that 13 Colony is intentionally being vague on how they're, how much they're sourcing. 13th Colony does mention on their website uh, this when asked about distilling their own spirits. It's, quote, yes, Graham Arthur is our master distiller and he does distill our spirits. Somewhat vague. Um we are proud to use local ingredients and our specialty finishes to cultivate flavor. We also source our specific mash bill from a contract distiller to supplement the volume needed to meet demand. A hundred percent of our, uh, oh, sorry, hundred percent of all of our, all our barrels are aged in our warehouse and go through our specialty finishing processes. We, as we believe that this a huge differentiator to our flavor profile. That is a huge differentiator. Agent in Georgia, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is they're very proud of that because the temperature swings in Southern Georgia are pretty darn strong and the humidity is pretty strong there. So it could really affect things. Uh, the author, what the crap? Oh, I guess I wrote that wrong. Uh, the author of the article makes some reasonable, in my opinion, uh, questions and um, points that 13 Colony is likely sourcing almost all their whiskey. Now, what's wrong with that, you may ask? Uh, well, it's not about sourcing uh, to this writer. And for the record, he's not the only one who brings this question up. Um, it's about the fact that they come across as doing most of their own distilling. When even if you read through the text I just read from their website, it does not. It does mention they distill, and it does mention they source. Uh, but there, it's possible they're only referring to non-whiskey products in terms of distilling. Uh, anyway, strong stances are taken, uh, but I'd recommend the article. It's actually a very interesting read. That's thebourbonculture.com. Shout out to Mike and Mike. Uh, there's also some co controversy on the finishing process. I saw a few guys that were like, hey, 
finishing shouldn't like basically there was like talk about how this whiskey shouldn't be so dark for what it is even if it's hazmat uh there was that as well as um i saw one guy saying that their their double oaked process for their um double oaked bourbon uh was using used barrels as well as um maple uh staves ah uh, which could be a problem if you're using used barrels. But my thought is they got around it legally by aging first in new charred oak and then finishing in used barrels, which is totally fine. Like most people, most finishes are in used barrels. If you think right. about it, but these were used oak American barrels, which someone was like, Hey, that's a problem, but I don't see it as that big a problem. Yeah. Um, I'm not a lawyer on bourbon though. Uh, there are laws that, that say you cannot age bourbon in used barrels or rather no no like from the get go let let me say it again you can you have to age bourbon in new charred oak that's the law but they probably did that at least from my guess right i'm not a bourbon lawyer so anyway here's what we're drinking today a single barrel pick uh 13th colony it's a cast strength single barrel rye 11 years yeah, look at that nice stumpy bottle. That's like a that's like a flatter um, uh, birthday bourbon right there. <laughs> so yeah, it is a ninety five rye, ninety five five rye, which is a very common MGP rye, if you ask me. Classic MGP mash film, but it might not be. Maybe it's something else. Age eleven years, proof a whopper here at one forty one point three. That's hazmat baby. Uh, according to the person Brian got it from, it's a it might have been 13th Colony's first ever single barrel pick, uh, picked by BS and Bourbon. Uh, total wine price, I don't know what the total wine price is because it never hit total wine, but I imagine it's about 200. I think it was 150. <clears throat> oh, even better. Yeah, what'd you get it for? 150. Oh, sweet, nice. Yeah um that's all i got on the history if we have another episode on 13 colony which i believe you have another that you sent me right oh yeah i think that's courtesy of brian duncan actually brian Um, friggin this guy duncan what a baller good one that was a good i know right when i bring out the glenn karens or not the glenn karens when i bring out the waterfords they uh throw down so (laughs) shout out to brian duncan what a baller let's drink let me see how dark that bottle is first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. <clears throat> can I? Uh, can I? I'll go like much. this. Oh, that's dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, hazmat. It's hard to show here with the with this. Here, I'll show our listeners shape. in this. Oh, wow. I don't know why, but this uh, glass is, or this uh, sample bottle is like, is like spitting. You know what I mean by that? Like, it's like shooting out a little bit here. Because I filled it too full? Maybe. I don't know. Uh-huh. I've never seen that before. I'm also using my new Adventurous Stills. Hey, shout out to Adventurous Stills. <laughs> okay. Here's a nose for you. Oh, please. Oh, nice and thumpy. Yeah. Stumpy thumpy. <laughs> um, nose. I'll tell you one thing off the front. It doesn't smell 140. It doesn't smell hazmat. Um, it smells on the nose. I mean, one twenty-five at least, but I'm not feeling one forty plus. <clears throat> Going a little light on my pour here because uh, 
I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to do it justice <laughs> right now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> in my current yeah, state. Well. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So big oak on the nose first mm-hmm. to me. A lot of wood. Yeah. It's got a lot going on. Like not not a lot going on. Uh, let me let me rephrase that. It's got it's got a, a oomph of flavor. Um I'm thinking like but it a doesn't Coca-Cola. smell like a definitive rye to me. Nah. I'm it not getting rice spice on the nose. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting mm-hmm. getting good like Coca-Cola sweetness. I can see that. Oak is definitely there, but not overwhelming for sure. And it's definitely not, well, I mean, and I've got a terrible nose right now, but um, it's, you can really get your nose in there where it's not going to just light your nose on fire if you get too close. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. So I have just taken a sip. It's hot, but not like, it's. this isn't like a 133 proof Jack Daniels hot. This is like, yeah, it's like a 130 proof rye um, on the palate. Really nice candy sweet, though. I'm oh, yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like definitive hard candy rye sweet. I love it. Oh, oh yeah. Good. It's all hard candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love the, it. Uh, like, you know, I said it smelled really oaky and woody, but um, it's not at all. Uh, I'm not getting, I'm getting way more sweetness on the palate than I'm getting wood. And mm-hmm. it, there's no um, tannic. There's no old uh, flavor to this, even though it's 11 years old and, and that's pretty old yeah. for a rye, but um, it's just, uh, there's absolutely zero youth to this. There's yeah. zero um, unpleasant youthy bitterness yeah, to this. Not a bit. And it, it's all just very, very sweet and a nice wood flavor too. Yeah. No, this is this is my kind of rye. This is what I look for in a rye. Is like <clears throat> hard candy sweet. Uh, there's hints of caramel, but like hard caramel. Um, yeah, I'm loving the sweetness to it. It definitely is definitely with you on the caramel. Hundred percent, what I want in a rye. Um, this reminds me of like some of the better handies, uh, some of the better Thomas H. Handies out there. Um, this is what does it remind me of? It reminds me of like a hotter and even more depthy uh, forty uh, lot forty cast strength. Ooh, um, which is much better than Alberta Premium cast strength, in my opinion. Okay, so it's got a Alberta Premium cast strength can be somewhat youthy, but way more spicy than than hard candy. Uh, this is more hard candy than spicy. Really pleasant. I love it. Yeah, totally agree. And the finish is like, it's long and it's yeah sweet cola. And it is definitely like, if you breathe the wrong way after you take a yeah. sip, you will cough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it stays with you for a long time. And mm-hmm. the ABV has a lot to do with that, I think. Totally. Um, it is not, you know, when people say like BTAC worthy yeah. and as we've discussed before, like my definition of that is the, the finish takes you on a ride or yeah, like, yeah. or like you, 
the prominent palate note is this, but then when the finish happens, it evolves into that. There's not a lot of evolution here. There's just a lot of flavor for what it is that carries into the finish and sticks with you for a while and fades off slowly. I will say this, this beats a lot of handies to me. Oh yeah. So I would say this is B-Tech worthy, to be honest. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, it is truly, truly special. The um, yeah. I've only ever had uh, one tw- uh, the 2019 handy before. And, nice. um, That's it? Yep. Yeah. You well, surprised so me. For how much you have in your collection, I'm like, man, I've had like... I've had like six handies probably. <laughs> Please but click that's that. mostly because I worked at a bar and stuff like that. But, yeah. Wow, you got a lot of handies at the bar. Always, baby. I gotta write that down now. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway. Um, yeah, no, I um I you've been in this longer than I have too. You've you've been interested in whiskey for, for a long time. And um, you know, Sam and I go out to places that have nice whiskeys sometimes, but like mm-hmm. not a lot, and that hasn't accumulated a lot over the years. And yeah. so anyway, I've I've got more to come in my future for sure. But yeah. So the bar I used to work at in downtown Richmond. Uh, my one of my best friends of all time. He is coming into town this weekend on Saturday. And um and I get to take him out for like lunch and we'll spend a few hours together. So I'm going to take him to my favorite bar. And but the nice thing is is the only remaining bartender that used to work while I worked there is working that Saturday. Fantastic. And so I got the connection. I got all the, you know, and I also have been saving up, not saving up intentionally for this, but like I've made a lot of sales lately on my jewelry website. And so I'm like ready to throw down like like 200 bucks at this bar. Nice. And so with my good friend. And so I'm like excited to, you know, enjoy that with him. So is there anything in particular you're targeting already? Yes. Eagle Rare 17. Hey, oh, the 2023, got, right? If they got anything recent, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. So, yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed for 2023 because that's yeah. special because yeah, it's 19 years. Yeah. Yeah. But mine is 19 years too, Brian. Did you know <laughs> that? Did I tell yeah. you that? You got yeah, to know yours that. Is, okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is one Just month more a, than. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure yours is like 19.3 and, and the 2022, or sorry, yeah. 2023 was 19.2, I think. Something like that. Yeah, it's just not much. I mean, the, the only difference is a month or two. So yeah. 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 Mm. I sipped with water. Yeah. I just smelled with water. Oh yeah, yeah. What you got? A little more vapors, but still yeah. really pleasant. Really it's even better nose than the uh neat, in my opinion. It brings out the hard candiness more on the water than the neat. On the nose in particular? Yes. I um so my first sip with water here mm. um and I I put in a a a decent amount of water. I think I, I didn't have a lot in my glass and I put in a couple drops and mm-hmm. um I didn't I got less of the sweetness and less oak and um it it almost tasted a little hotter to me. Yeah, it tastes hotter that, to me. Mm-hmm. Or it's that like it took away from the good flavors that You're I right. and all yeah, that brought in more oak, took away the candy and it's yeah. hotter. All that was left was just like the heat. Whereas like the good flavors were masked a little better on the neat pour, I think. Which is crazy to think about. They masked a little better. Yeah. Yeah. But like adding water like made it. Hotter. Hotter and not better. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Makes me wonder what ice is going to do. Like it could go either way. 
Mm-hmm. Huh. It's still good. It's just not better. Yeah. 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 Totally. Totally. It's the it's the sipper you want it to be when it's neat. Yeah. He's the hero we need, but not the hero we want. <laughs> not not what you that. deserve. What's that line from The Dark Knight where he's like, he's not the hero we deserve, but he's the hero we need or something? I don't know. There's something like that, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I just Did you see Oppenheimer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw that this weekend, and I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. Altogether good movie. I thought it was exhausting. (laughs) Oh, really? So um, we we saw it in the theater, so we couldn't pause. Oh, for sure. Couldn't pause it all or anything. Yeah. And man, it's just scene after scene after scene, just yeah. dialogue. We're talking about Three this. Yeah. We're just slamming this in your face right now. And the scene's done. And then the next scene starts up and there's mm-hmm. dialogue right away. And they're talking about yeah. this. And it's just like nonstop, like information, information, information. Yeah. New you got to keep it all in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I But I liked it. Uh, it was That's just... Good. It was just exhausting. I, I think yeah. one of the things I said to Sam was, man, if we'd watched this at home where we could like pause and be like, mm-hmm. what what just happened? <laughs> that might have yeah. gone over a little better. Yeah, I, I feel that because that's what I did. I watched it at home. Nice. Did you have to pause and be like, what just happened? <laughs> no, but I thought about it for sure. Yeah. All right, um, I, I put my patented ooh, crap ton of ice in here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to smell and sip real Hashtag quick before it all melts. Ton. Oh, there's a particular smell here. Let me see if I can get it. Oh, man. Yeah, I think it went away now Now that it's too oh, yeah. cold. But it was very, it was very woodsy. It was, it was yeah. very sweet, sweet wood. <laughs> sweet, that sweet, sweet wood. There's a candy here. There's like, there's a cherry candy here. It's yeah. not better. So far. Yeah. On the nose. Yeah. I sipped and all I'm getting is wood. I feel like this happens every time. I feel like this is what I say 90% of the time. But now our water or ice doesn't always make it better. In fact, often it doesn't. (laughs) There is way less sweetness. There's no candy sweetness. It's it's all just wood but it is there's a lot of there's still viscosity and there there's there's plenty of like (laughs) thickness to it um the old thickness but it's just not like good and there's no sweetness i don't like this like if, if you handed me this and said hey this is what we're drinking today rate it no i wouldn't give this a great rating Flat Coca-Cola. Yeah. With with some heat that has a bite to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, almost cough syrupy. Yeah. It's... Yeah, I wouldn't say this is good with ice. Yeah. So yeah, now you know. Don't add anything to your uh, single barrel, barrel-proof 11-year um, rye from 13th Colony. Good stuff overall. Really impressive me. on the neat, though. I had a second second sip of the ice pour. It wasn't terrible. First sip but was like, pretty bad. Any particular flavors popping out at you? Um, 
with the ice? No, it's a very, I mean, it's a special rye. It's not menthol or cedary like some ryes can go. Um, it's just oak. Yeah. Oak and, yeah. But it's not great with the ice. Oak and yeah is pretty much, pretty much sums it up. The, uh, when you were looking into the controversy and everything. Yeah. I just want to point out that on the bottle, uh-huh. uh, one of the things that I was seeing was controversial. Yeah. Was the fact that it says produced and bottled by 13th Colony Distilleries. That's not right. It, it does not say distilled by, it does not yep. say whatever. And apparently that's part of the controversy is they will always say produced and not distilled. And so at the beginning of all this controversy, it sounded mm. like 13th Colony, and please, this is not fact. None of this is fact. This is just mm. what I heard and my memory is not the best, but uh, yeah. people were pointing out, hey, it says produced. Why doesn't it say distilled? And at the time, I believe... 13th uh-huh. Colony was still very adamant about saying that it's their own product. They're making their own product um, and, and and trying to be There's no way this is their own product. Just the right <laughs> amount of vague a- around yeah. the words that they were saying. Um, and then, and at some point somebody said, well, we want, we left it as produced instead of distilled yeah. because there was some extra regulation hoops that they had to jump through in order to be able to literally say distilled. And they just didn't want to do that at the time or like, well, because it wasn't distilled there. That's what they were saying though. I don't know. (laughs) Sorry. I just, I just took it off of the presenting the facts and brought it to the complete opinion. But if it's a 95 ride, that's 11 years old. I'm, I would bet my mortgage on the fact that it's from mgp yeah right yeah so it's delicious though <laughs> no it's good i mean well i mean strength rye mgp I mean, rise have those hard candy notes that we especially love. the 95 five. yeah mm-hmm. like it absolutely fits the bill that you could say that this is an mgp rye with those yep. hard candy notes that was mm-hmm. aged in georgia in a hot climate for a little 100%. while to yeah. mm-hmm. to pull out all that extra flavor yeah. in a aging in a hot environment. And apparently finished. They say all their barrels are finished. Oh, really? Yeah, according to their website. Like let me read the uh the exact thing. It says 100% of all our barrels are aged in our warehouse and go through our specialty finishing processes. As we as we believe that that is a huge differentiator to our flavor profile. Interesting. So if they stand by that, then this was finished. I mean, technically, oh, tinfoil hat theory. This is crazy. Yeah, but yeah like, bring it on. They buy a barrel from MGP. Yep. That barrel gets delivered to their warehouse. Yep. And even just for one day, they can yep. say that it aged in their warehouse. Totally. That's true. And then they toss it to some other barrel. I don't know. Some used bourbon barrel from something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. To give it that finishing thing that they like so i mean just the sky's the limit for the things they could 100 <laughs> percent. and and so even on the bourbonculture.com their argument was like they might be aging some of their own distillate but it's like 99.9 percent mgp 
Right. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it could just be the smallest. It might be bit. a drop <laughs> of their own juice, but I right. doubt even that, to be honest. So, yeah. But I don't want to get take a side, but I just took a side. <laughs> yeah, I know. We got to rate this puppy, though. Oh, oh, happy to rate this one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with 9.2 here. Original or uh, the standard rating scale, 9.2. Um, I think the candy notes and the high proof are bringing it home on the neat pour for me. I think this is an A+. Plus. On the second rating scale we got, I think it is hubba to what for sure. I would, like I said, like this is antique collection status um, for me. Like that beautiful candy rye can't turn down. So A plus 9.2. You just took the words right out of my mouth. Mm -hmm. Although, you know, thinking about other things that I've rated Mm -hmm. and like nine point what I know it's obviously hubba to what it is definitely a plus. I would absolutely put it in the A plus Mm -hmm. bucket. Um, is maybe not like a plus plus, which totally. is like the the pinnacle like the absolute, of, yeah. of whiskey. Like if there, the if I had to choose one whiskey to be a plus plus, it might yeah. be like I don't know, probably like George T. Stag or something. But yeah, uh, but anyway, it's a plus. It's at the Seasoned it's a wood. Yeah, that's hey, a plus plus. That's me. your double plus. I like it. I like it. Hey, oh, <laughs> that's uh like a, a plus for sure. Um, it's everything I love in a rye, and it is just extra hot and extra flavorful nice. and and extra perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like if I were to put a nine point something to it, I'd probably go like nine point four. Uh, nice. I can't remember recently what we've rated right around there, but like it's above many of the things that we've had nice. in the last couple months uh, cool. so it's uh, it's mid nines for me easily i like that well now that we've rated you can go buy yourself a bottle but unlikely you can buy this exact bottle <laughs> but just keep in mind that we love what we've drank it did from 13 colonies so far uh but now that we've talked about rating uh it's time to move over to the next segment of the show that we like to call and we do call but we like to call it too Whiskey World News. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We are going to talk about some Whiskey World News. And today we are not even reading an article. Ooh. I'm just going to go through a list of some new releases coming out. So I'm going nice. to run through Breaking Bourbon's little release calendar for February. So what you can expect to see Ooh. as a release during the month of February. So first up on the calendar, we got the Bardstown Bourbon Company collaborative series, Ooh. Amaro Nonino. I'm assuming like Nino Marchetti. <laughs> who was that? He's the guy who's on um, the Whiskey Wash, and he's one of their big uh, contributors. Oh, nice. Nino Kilgore Marchetti. Come on, Brian. <laughs> Wait, don't tell me. Is that where the Kilgore? Yeah, exactly. That's where Kilgore goes. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I forgot all about that. We love that guy. <laughs> Actually, I'd love to have him on the podcast. If you're listening, Nino will take you. Man, Kilgore is such a good middle name. That's let so me good. let me let me put that on the on my chickpea name list here, real quick. Seriously, chickpea Kilgore, Kilgore rap. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, so that that Bartstown, so that's the Amaro Nonino. Uh, that is a blend of straight bourbon and rye from Kentucky and Indiana. 
It is six to 12 years, but that it's like 80% on the 12 year side. So it's, uh-huh. it's mostly 12 year and it is finished. It is finished in that Amaro Nonino cask that apparently is like a Amaro Love Nonino wow. is a bittersweet, like a liqueur. Uh, and I wrote down, it's got like notes of honey, orange, vanilla, licorice love kind of, good, I love a good so, tomorrow, but what? I hate it. I hate a good tomorrow too. Don't get me wrong. I don't yeah. love bitter, but there are some that I'm like, Oh, holy crap. I love it. This. sounds like it's going to be funky, I guess. I, yeah, I, I yeah, mean, I'm that tomorrow, sure that's, that's going to be yeah, unique. Anyway, that's, uh, it looks like the MSRP on that is like 160. Mm-hmm. So there's a barrel bourbon batch 36. Nice. So that n- new batch of barrels, 116 proof. It's 77 corn, 18 rye. Are we getting five. that? Uh, we are maybe getting that. Okay, I cool. think that's uh, not what they said they were sending, but I okay. know that they, they've got like, uh, they might send us some of that too. I, I'm not sure. But anyway. Shout out to John Hughes for setting us up with a good um, contact at Barrel. Oh, and actually, I don't know if John Hughes ever sent us that. But uh, my that also came from, uh, an idea that came from my buddy Josh from the You're Drinking Buddy uh, nice. YouTube channel. So shout oh, out shout out to here. both you guys. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, oh yeah, that's like don't get me wrong. Shout out to Brian friggin' Rap for sending the sample that we're drinking today. Oh yeah, God, I like to give shout outs when they're due. What a guy! What a guy! What a guy! <laughs> no, go on. Um, seven to 12 years on the barrel release. Oh, so, really? Nice. Yeah. Somewhere in that vicinity. Uh, I wasn't sure on the, uh, MSRP of that, but last year's was 85 or the last batch was 85. Okay. Yeah. Bernheim. We all liked the Bernheim barrel proof. Yeah. That? Mm-hmm. So that was, uh, 51% wheat, 37 corn and 12% malted barley. That was a drink along, right? Uh, yeah, that was, a yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, uh, seven to nine years old on that. Yep. And mm-hmm. the new batch TBD on the proof. I didn't see a proof on Figured that, but uh, last year's was 65 bucks. Uh, so, so hopefully... they haven't put out a release since two, two, three, a two, two, three, right? I think there was a B release last year. I had no idea. No uh, idea. I, I think that no way. No, no, no. I think you're right. Because I, I was on their yeah. on their website looking. And um, when I was looking for information mm-hmm. on the new release, the only one listed was the A. So it must be a once a year thing. I'm going to buy me one. Yeah, nice. nice. Um, anyway, hopefully it's still around 65. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> another one. Uh, interested to hear if anyone is uh, interested in this one. The Bullet Single Malt. <laughs> I'm interested. <laughs> Not yep, for yep. 65 though. Yeah, so it seems to be about 65 bucks. I'm not 100% sure on that, but that is a 90, a 90, 90 proof, proof yeah. America mm-hmm. single malt. Uh, another one, I never heard of this before, but Green River straight rye. So nice. Green River is out of Owensboro, Kentucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, they're coming out with a 95 proof. It's a 95.5, but they did distill it. 35 bucks. Yeah, and that's okay. 35 bucks. Uh, I'm going to skip those real quick, save the best for last year, but nice. we got some old Elk Infinity blend. Ooh. So I have tried that old Elk Infinity blend. Yeah, here. we did an episode, I want to say, on one of their Infinity blends. So if you remember, uh, I don't know what you thought of it, but uh, it hit me better than I thought. I, I'd had low expectations because I was like, okay, this is just going to be whatever. But it was What I love good. is that they like 
just take a portion of last year's infinity and then just keep adding to it yeah so, and cool. yeah so this year they they took 15 percent of that 2022 that's it and, Yep, fifteen percent, and they uh, mixed it with a forty percent high malt bourbon. Okay, and then forty five percent straight wheat. Interesting. And so that's what the new one is. No idea on the price this year, but last year's was about one hundred and fifty bucks. Okay. New release. New release from Westland. So mm -hmm. they've got this release called Solemn. S O L U M. Like quantum of solemn. <laughs> yeah right if you're a james bond fan <laughs> yeah <laughs> close quantus of solemn <laughs> perfect nailed it <laughs> yeah <laughs> quantus oh man so this westland release that's 100 proof it's a four-year peated american single malt so i bet it's pretty Yo, interesting you know what i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna make a um i'm gonna make a guess right now friggin Ben Klepsig is going to find himself a bottle of that and he's going to share it with us. And we're going to nice. be drinking this Qantas of Solemn soon. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Oh yeah. yeah. The first tasting note on the website for the, uh -huh. for the, for the Qantas of Solemn <laughs> is rosemary bagel. <laughs> Yo, I could dig yeah. that, I guess. <laughs> rosemary is not a note I want to go for in, in whiskey, though. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Oh, man. I guess it comes right, from bring it whatever home. Pete. Whatever uh -huh. Pete. Anyway, uh, oh, yeah. The previous release of that was 150 so that's probably about a buck fifty for you if you're interested in that. Yeah. Um, but saving the best for last, this month in February, it sounds yeah. like we're going to be seeing... I heard the... March. What did you but, say? Anyway, go ahead. Oh, you heard March. Well, I yeah. mean, it varies from state Either to state. Either way, in Virginia, it'll show up when it shows up. Long enough build up on this. The Jack yeah. Daniels 10 and 12 year. Yeah, baby. This, this year's releases of the Jack 10 and Jack 12. So it is the third batch for Jack 10. Yep. It is the second batch for Jack 12. The Jack 10 sits at 97 proof. Yeah. The Jack 12 sits at 107 proof. Mm -hmm. And last year, they were 70 and $80 respectively. But not sure about this year. Varies from region to region too. I, at a grocery store, I still paid, I think, like 90 for one and 110 for the other or something like that. So still. People will charge whatever they want for that. Yeah, no, I was actually actually it was Adri's. Adri's. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, speaking of special releases from you know places, you know what I got today? Ooh, what'd you get? Right before we recorded. Hey. Yeah. Cool. Have you seen this yet? I have. Did you buy it yet? I purposefully did not. Oh, really? Why is that? Oh, right. Uh, audio listeners, Cole held up a traveler yeah. whiskey. Yeah, traveler yeah whiskey. from Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Um, Purposefully you know, did not. <laughs> I'm trying to be better about purchasing, and uh -huh. that, that's why. If it had dropped last year, I absolutely would have bought it, because it's only yeah. like 40 bucks. Or I think 40 in Phoenix it's... 40 stinking bucks. 39.99 yeah. in Virginia. The extra Phoenix tax gets it to 45 over here, but uh... anyway... Um, it is blended. Uh, it's technically from Buffalo Trace. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. I just, uh, the description of it did not sound interesting enough to me to fall into the buy category. So let I me, let me, it. let me ask you this. When's the last time you had a Buffalo Trace product you didn't like? <laughs> uh, that's a great question. And the answer uh -huh. is 
Never, actually. Yeah. Ah, I mean, so I'll send you some of this for sure. Would love to. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is a blended whiskey, but Harlan Wheatley don't go wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's uh, I there has been a lot of hubbub about it, and it's very mm-hmm. very polarizing too. I've seen. Oh, on, really? I haven't on, seen on any internet. of the reviews on it yet. The there are haters out there who yeah. are like you know purist people who yeah. are like what even is this and then there's <laughs> there's people who are just genuinely curious that are all yeah, excited yeah. like oh look mm-hmm. i just i just found the traveler yeah i'm all excited about it and then they just yeah. come and get shit on by the purist oh really yeah oh so, by the purist yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah 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 so yeah. no I'm, i'd love to try i'm absolutely do down yeah maybe in the next few weeks we could pull it off nice i yeah, always come too so retail yeah. I walked in today, like right before recording today, and I was like, they're like, do you want the travelers? And I'm like, yeah, I'll try it. So nice. Perfect. Yeah. All right. I like that. A good thing to look forward to. If I can find a Jack 10 or 12, buying it like yep. that. Yeah. Um, so I hope our listeners can too. Uh, let's talk about last week's results from Whiskey World. Or I'm sorry, what whiskey would you choose? Uh, yeah, so last week we had the that. question. Um, what did we have the question? <laughs> it wasn't pizza. Yeah, it wasn't pizza. Oh, it was um wait, I have a more important question. Did you uh, did you get Pizza Hut? Did you buy Pizza uh, Hut? so the funny thing is today I got uh Marco's because I only had so much time to pick it up. So next week I'll get Pizza Hut. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. You said Marcos. And Marcos right is the closer street, right? to my home. So that's, that's right. Okay. All right. All right. You got. But I do will it, get Pizza Hut for the wife. Gotta do it. She gotta loves do it. good pizza, and so does my daughter. Uh, my daughter yeah. likes to pizza all the time. Pizza all the time. Pizza all the time. Is that a Bagel Bites reference? No, that's actually a Eddie Murphy reference. Oh. Mm-hmm. didn't know didn't know so he sings a song his only big hit was party all the time oh. and that is a party all the time reference from <laughs> okay i got you i got yeah. you all right last week we asked you guys if you see old forester 1915 on the shelf mm-hmm. for wait 1924 yeah. on the shelf for 115 dollars mm-hmm. are you gonna buy it and it was reasonably split. So yeah. 40 percent said yep. Yep. And sixty percent said nope. What did you say last week? <laughs> so I said yeah. Okay. I said I said yeah, but I was well aware of the idea that I might be disappointed and blah blah blah. But yeah, like yeah. I love old Forrester and whatever. And, and a new bash bill. Yeah. 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 It was interesting enough. To fall into the yes category. But anyway, nice. the yes category was the slight minority here. And uh, nice. we asked you why. Why are you buying yeah, it? We got some good answers. Wheels? Yeah. And so low, low class, high proof normally sends in the pictures. But today actually yeah. sent in the, the rare text here. I says, appreciate that low class, high proof. Says, why buy one old Forester 1924? He's got a Two Russell single barrels or PC ten bottles. I imagine he's talking about Port Charlotte ten. Ah, um, yeah. Oh, he did. Which is in Port Charlotte about sixty bucks. Too. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So, so Mark Marconi, Marconi, good old, proof. good old Marco here. Ayo. Says, 
equivalent age statements for less or higher age statements for equal price. So he's going, he's taking totally. the value stance here. Yeah, he can no. get more for his money or better for the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So bro, ask a test. says, I love, love that guy. Love old Forrester, but that's a rare bottle territory in terms of cost. So totally. if it's a, if it's 115, it better be a rare, more special totally. offering than yeah. something at, at, uh, what was it? A hundred proof for the old Forester nineteen. Only a hundred proof. Yep. Yeah. Paul Clarkson chimed in. He said, "I like Old Forester, but I've but I've not liked their products enough to pay that price tag without trying Seriously. it first. Especially without so, trying it. Yeah. Try before you buy. Yep. <laughs> Whiskey drinking panda. So apparently, panda. Joey T. Pandas prefer ten year old early time bottle than bond." Hey, Heck we yeah. got a lot of definitive answers here. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I love uh like all these write-ins are the negative ones. The yeah, positive people like don't have write-ins because they're, they're just, just like, like I'll just buy it. <laughs> yeah. Uh embellished potty chimed in. John Hughes, he love said, John Man, Hughes. man, this is just adult Pokemon. Collect them all. <laughs> you might as well. So that's a yes, I guess, from John Hughes. You might Actually, as yeah, well I'm, catch them all. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's upset that they're just coming out with a new Pokemon card yeah. or or if he's like, all right, I got to get the new. What did new he one. vote? Are you able to check? Oh, yeah. Let me tap back here real quick. He yeah. voted yep. So Okay, so around, yes. Yeah. It's a yes from John Hughes. So he's collecting all, all the Pokemon and yeah. and uh, Mad Town Marketer here. <laughs> hey oh Ben Klepsig. So Ben chimed in and said, "Age statement, old Forester, baby." So Ben also so voted yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, love Ben. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right, this week was that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, this week we got a good question for you. I don't think we've done this before, uh, but we've probably done something somewhat similar. All right, so here's the situation: your wife or your significant other, for those female listeners out there. Do they like whiskey? If so, what's their favorite? If not, what do you think could convince them? Does that make sense, everyone? Uh, I have an answer for this right off the bat. My wife is not super into whiskey, but she does. She has liked a few whiskeys in the past, and the number one whiskey she has liked was Pappy Van Winkle 15 year. Why not? Of course. You got to like it. <laughs> yeah. That's like, oh, that's who great. Who wouldn't like it? Oh, man. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. So what about you? Awesome. Uh, does oh, Sam like whiskey? So uh, she does. Okay. But, so, it, yeah. Okay. She she does. Um, and she will, like, if I'm, well, she did when she wasn't pregnant. Until the obviously. accident. Yeah. <laughs> we won't call Chickpea that, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right chicken is definitely <laughs> not an accident for the record if you're listening to this in the future <laughs> she totally is too and she's a girl for the record yeah that's right that's right yeah. anyway um so back in the day before she was pregnant sam uh-huh. does love whiskey and she nice. primarily likes scotch okay so, and uh and i have tried and tried and tried uh, right. give she's her two, two things yeah you remember yeah. give her mm-hmm. two things she doesn't know what it is one scotch one is bourbon she Uh always picks the scotch like she is literally i've never even been able to trick her into liking a an american whiskey more than really so she's a hundred percent scotch and she girl well she's got the red hair so (laughs) right i know yeah 
and so she has it narrowed down even too because nice. i'll give her i'll give her scotch blinds i okay. would give her scotch blinds and uh and i'll give It'll her accident <laughs> yeah, i'll on. give her dalmore against something else and she'll yeah. always pick dalmore wow she's her... a regular richard patterson i know yeah she yeah. loves the nose loves i the love nose. that so anyway she's she's dalmore all the way and she's even specifically narrowed down into dalmore 12 okay and i Not, and have I you have... tried the 18 for she tried the 18 i'll pause you right there okay because yeah. i've given her dalmore 12 against a dalmore 12 select oh. which is like you know a little higher abv and in my opinion oh. a little more flavorful uh oh. a little more um peppery a little more heat uh yeah, and yeah. she still prefers the nice even mellow 12 just good on you 12. richard patterson and she's needed to try the 18 for a long time but the time came and went now for her to be able to try that until later so look at this look what i've got right here in the label that youtube listeners can barely read downward 18 Down is that signed 18. by um ben klepsig or potentially the, sean ciaro himself good old ben klepsig right Ayo. here uh, you two uh, drank Delmore 18 on Ben Klepsig's episode that he did um, not too long ago, three, four months nice. ago. And so because Ooh. you had the sample and because Ben Klepsig right. drank out of his bottle, I got this extra one that was donated Freebie. to the podcast. So uh, thanks to Ben Klepsig. I'm what holding on to this bottle. Friggin' for... baller. Yep. So this will be Sam's first scotch after Ooh. she can drink it. Well, are you going to blind it? Uh, I, I, I'll do half Should. and half. Okay, I'll, good. I'll blind it against the 12 and then That's I'll save great. the other half for her to just drink good whenever idea. she, whenever she wants. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause but then you'll know for definitively. I will say I've always been super intrigued in the idea of the Delmore cigar blend. Have you ever tried yeah. that? Mm -hmm. Uh, not yet. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I really want to try that. That's like super high on my radar, but I haven't nice. seen it at a bar yet. And it's, you know, try before buy. It's like 180 That's bucks cool. here in Phoenix. So, uh, you know, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if it's fantastic knowing yeah. doubt more. They just kill it. Kill I'm just it. curious how, how it's different from the 12. I mean, mm -hmm. cigar blend, I expect it to be flavorful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for sure. We'll see. You got to have flavor in a cigar blend. Yeah. Uh, that's that, Brian. All right. Next week, what are we drinking? No idea. Didn't even think about it. He didn't even talk about it. Didn't even um, talk about it. All right. What do we got? I'm seeing an Elmer T. Lee, and it's catching my eye, but I want to compare it against a rye, like Ooh. some fancy rye. So I recently um, poured my the last of my Elmer T. Lee in a sample bottle. And it was uh -huh. just enough to fit in a sample bottle. And Ooh. then now uh, that that bottle of Elmer T. Lee is in its final resting place in the so, place it it deserves to be in in the garbage. <laughs> so take it out of the list because you uh, no, don't have no, no. it. I okay. have a I have a sample bottle pour. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Like gotcha. I've had I had had this much left in the bottle for forever. <laughs> oh, I got. Gotcha. So I put it in a sample so that you know in our little blind thing and our YouTube blinds we've been doing lately, so that it could be in the mix and it's got That's a nice a little idea. number on top for us to be able to pull. But okay, what if we put Elmer T. Lee against? red spot 15 
I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they're even, you know, like around the same spot. So we'll do that. Keep an eye out for two pick Tuesday this week. Yeah. I have, Who knows? Uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll drink them on uh on the reentry buzz. Who knows? I have a strong guess as to which one's gonna win, but I won't say anything. Me too, but I won't say anything. Vote nice. with your heart. Vote with your heart, <laughs> listeners. Uh, anything else to say, Brian, before we close out this episode? No, I'm just hoping next episode I leave you enough time to actually talk about what you've been up to in the last week. No, I didn't even think of that, but it's not <laughs> a big deal. Um, I hope our listeners uh, enjoyed the drink along yesterday. And I I hope that I enjoy using my espresso machine tomorrow for the first time in forever. <laughs> Ooh, and I hope that our listeners can listen to The First Time in Forever by uh, Kristen Bell and Adina Menzel uh, <laughs> because I've been listening to that a lot lately because my for daughter's the first obsessed time with it. Yeah, forever. 100%. Don't know if I'm elated or gassy, but I'm somewhere in that zone. Why have a ballroom with the... no balls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. You are meant to be a girl dad already. Know, Man, yeah. I'm so proud of you. And I hope our listeners are proud of you. But most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of whiskey lifted your spirits. You're both yeah. idiots! Sweet! I thought for a sec you were going to go through several iterations of that. We like to, and we do, and we do like to. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs>